me. How did you end up with me? Like, how, out of all the guys you could have called, why did you call me? You didn't know me from nobody. <laughs> and he said, well, he said, to be honest with you, I called Scott Grover, and Scott Grover said that's the perfect guy for that event. For where he wants to go, for what he wants to do, um, you're going to enjoy him. He's, he's, he's good. And so, again, without me knowing, somebody stepped out, put their neck out of the line, and said, right. this kid can do it. And they believed in you. They believed in me. And, right. and so there's a story in the Bible that says that God healed a paralyzed man because of his friends. And uh, I believe that the circle of people you surround yourself with oh. will dictate the course of your life. And who you become. And who you become. And if you surround yourself with godly people, people that really believe in themselves, that really are confident in their ability, they the people that want you to win will help you win. And so... Scott, Scott does that, and you know he tells me that, and I'm like, all right, wow, you know. Again, Scott, Scott comes out, gave you a lot of love, and yeah, you know, he helps me out. Now, Scott's not a guy who's going to text you every day. He's not going to call you every day. You know, uh, you know, you might text him or something, but he never fails to respond back to you. If I have a question, he, you know, always is there to answer the question. So, I do that, and now I'm in this pipeline, right? There's there's levels to this game. There's amateur rodeo announcers, there's pro rodeo announcers, there's bull riding announcers. Yep. I love rodeo, but I was a bull rider. From the time I was two years old, I wanted to be a, a world champion bull rider. That did not happen to me, unfortunately. Not because it was something that I did or didn't do. It just wasn't in the design that God had put together. But what he did do is he gave me enough knowledge about bull riding to understand <clears throat> the game. Right. And so... As I'm going through this rodeo announcing career, you know, my goal is to be at the PBR and, and, and announce on tour and uh, do these team deals that we're going to see tomorrow on Tuesday. And, um, I've just been very blessed and fortunate, man. I, I tell you, I have made, in my life, I've made so many mistakes, and I have I have burned bridges that I never intended to burn. And uh, I've hurt people that I didn't mean to hurt out of ignorance and out of out of immaturity and, and just being a young man trying to figure out what you're going to do in your life, you know? And, uh, in, two, in the past. Yeah. And in 2017, <laughs> uh, I told my mom and dad, I said, Hey, I want to get baptized. And they said, Oh, that's great. You know, they were really involved with the church and it was a mega church. It's a church that has about on any given Sunday, there's probably close to 5,000 people there between two services. So December 17th, 2017, I went to church and, my pastor, Pastor Phil, um, <laughs> I said, uh, he said, are you ready? <laughs> and I said, I've never been more ready than not in my head in my life. That's cool. And so we get up in there, you know, and, and I got a tattoo on my forearm that says he is greater than I. And I got that tattoo as soon as I got out of the army. And so I'm sitting in the tub and he's telling 2,500 people in there, you know, like, hey, you know, Skip's a bull rider. You know, he's, he knows tough things. He knows hard things. Um, but this is a decision that he had to make by himself and he, and he came to chose, you know, God is the savior. So he dunks me, I get up, I walk out of the pool and I take about three steps and I hit my knees. I could not stand up and I was crying like a newborn baby. I mean, I just, <laughs> I could not understand the overwhelming love of God in that moment. And it's pretty powerful, but it, uh, I can tell you this, who's ever watching this podcast, and I don't mean to be preaching, but when you have an opportunity, I think that you should 
the power of God can knock you to your knees and save your life at the same time. And uh, <clears throat> he rose me up. He changed my life. He changed who I am inside. He changed me as a man. He made me a husband. Um, so and you I, did. And, I, and I, live, <clears throat> I live with that conviction every day. It's um, awesome. I got married to my wife in 2020. Um, and I told her on that day, I said, look, I'm not going to be the, the most perfect guy because I'm not. But I will do my best to be the best version of myself for you every day. And, man, I'll tell you what, since 2020, since 2017, I have been so blessed to be able to be behind the mic almost 40 weeks a year. Wow. Um, there's a lot of guys I look up to. There's a lot of guys that I want their job. You know, I think that Gary Irrigan's great. <laughs> but I think that I'm a little better. You know, I think that Bob Tallman's outstanding, you know, but I also think that uh, I want to be remembered like him. I want to be the voice of rodeo. And so that's my goal, man. That's my, my deal. And um, I don't I don't mind sounding a little bit cocky about it. Uh, it's not cocky, it's confidence. I think if, if man, you're no going to step out and you're going to be the best, like I said before, there's levels to this game. And I didn't come into this game wanting to be – you know, at the amateur level, I came into this game wanting to be on the best level. And that best level to me is the PBR Tour. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to, man, rub elbows with guys that have changed my life for that in that way and have given me the ability to go talk on a microphone in front of thousands of people. And, uh, you know, it's life's a ride, dude. <laughs> life's a ride. Who is it ever? Is it ever? That's a roller coaster ride. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you think you're, when you think you're doing good, and, and and the next time you look around, you know your wheels are falling off the truck. And That's it. But you know what? It's you like just keep getting up. You do. You know, keep getting up. Keep getting up. You have to. You know, you got to keep getting on. And, and I mean, I've been bucked down quite a bit of times in my life, and every time I get bucked down, you know, I get up <laughs> yeah. and I just go, "Hmm, that smarts." You know, that hurts a little bit. And, and but you, I, and you're I like. On. Is that the best you got? Yeah, you Because I'm going to get like, you again. Yeah, I'm going like, to beat you the next time. Run them in here again. You know, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to put, put my rope on them one more time. And You know, I've been on a few podcasts, and, I, and I've talked about this. Not that way. I've never told that story in its entirety I appreciate like that. that story, man. And uh, and I hope it resonates with somebody. I hope that somebody hears it, and I hope it, Absolutely. it brings somebody to Christ, and I hope it brings somebody to realize that it doesn't matter how dark hell is for you. Uh, you know, God is the light of the world. He can bring you to it. Um now it's 2023, yeah. and um, I don't have a job. My job is talking on the microphone. My job is announcing rodeos. Uh, we just got done with two days of rodeo on Friday, Saturday. We drove up here all night long. He's, he's been burning at both ends. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you getting up here because I know what you had to go through yeah. to get here, and yeah. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Well, man, I appreciate letting me have, be on here, and, and you know, um, I think the most the most important thing I need to highlight here is that, you know, for you guys that listen to the podcast, you know that, that Jimmy and his wife sell real estate. You know, Jimmy calls me one day and he's like, hey. Hey, we go. He goes, hey, do uh, you have any interest in being a real estate agent? And I said, nope, not at all. No, thank you. And so I'm going to clarify, not real estate. Not really simply real estate, but ranch real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, so cowboy, cowboy real yes, estate. Yes, yes. Uh, farm and ranch. Yeah. Uh, and so I said no, and I turned him down. And and so I just told him the story. So <laughs> I've been in the landscape business pretty much since I could 
you know, get a job. And I was digging a hole for a lady who owned a really expensive home. And she came outside and she said, you know, hey, what's it going to cost to put X amount of trees in? And I told her, and she said, that's a lot of money. And I said, well, it's a lot better than seeing somebody, you know, let somebody see in your house use the restroom. And she said, that's a good point. Put six more trees in. So I put my shovel down. I called Jimmy back. It's probably about an hour after we had talked. <laughs> if it was an hour, it was 59 maybe, yeah, minutes. Yeah, maybe. So I, <laughs> I called Jimmy back and I said, hey, uh, I need hard numbers. I need to know what it is, the real deal. And uh, he didn't give me any BS. He told me the deal and, and he gave me real numbers. And I said, okay. I said, I'll do it. So I'm about halfway through that process now. I'm getting my real estate license here in Colorado and, um, you know, eventually Wyoming. And, uh, you know, the, yes. the, the goal is, is that Ranch, Colorado. <laughs> I want to bring, I want to bring people in a relationship type way. Because I know the cowboy way of life. I know what it means to take care of cattle and horses. And, and I know what that, that livelihood feels like. And I know what it means to have good ground. And I know what it means to have good grass feed your cows with. And the, the more people that I can fellowship with and build a relationship with and, and help them prosper and be, you know, be fruitful in, in what they're doing is going to help me be a better man. And, and I think that, uh, you know, selling farm and ranch real estate outside of, of rodeo now is really one of the only occupations you can have that will allow you dude it's all the same you know what i mean to, yeah to I'll, say, I'll say it again it's all the, it's all the same people yeah that we've been around all our lives it's yeah. how we grew up it's the same industry and it all feed it all feeds each other and you're right it's it's all about it's all about relationships well and if i come to, if i come to you and i want a you know a, a ten thousand square foot you know high-rise penthouse suite I'm talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> I'm going to say, Vanessa, yeah. help this guy. Right. So <laughs> I, want, I want to be able, I want people to be able to come to me with the confidence that, hey, this guy knows what I need. Right. He knows what I want. Right. And be able to deliver that to them in a way, the same way that I go about my announcing. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so, um, yeah, Ranch Colorado is coming soon. And, yes. And, uh, so excited for this guy. You know, we're, we're, so excited. we're stoked to... Uh, to sell what they're not making anymore, man. And they don't That's make it. any more grass. You know? Buy dirt. How many times did I say that? Yeah, buy, buy dirt. People get know? sick of me, I guarantee you. So well, buy dirt. You know, like if they get sick enough, they'll come buy dirt from me. <laughs> you know, and so just being around rodeo and, and, and horses and stuff, it just made sense to me. And, um, you know, I had the blessing of my wife, thank goodness, that she was like, all right, well. Excited. You know, go on with yourself. And right on. So here we are, man. Here we are. Cheyenne, Wyoming. And, Woo! And, uh, here we go. Rodeo and full time. So I met, I met, I met this cat last year at NFR, and uh, so we're now both of us. Um, me just me and my wife uh, Vanessa just partnered up with these guys for the coolest and biggest watch party at NFR in Vegas. So I'm gonna go ahead and preface that now. Yeah. But that's where I that's where I met Skip last year. Yeah. And, so that was a fun deal, man. Uh, we we had went into that deal kind of blind like we had no idea what that was going to generate what that was going to be i can get on a microphone and do my job and i can do that all day you, you killed me in a, you can put me in a stage hall killed it you can put me in a rodeo ring i can do it but the westgate had not had a watch party in over 10 years right right and we met with the beverage and, and food uh director there at the westgate and we told him hey you need to have this beer this whiskey pennington whiskey uh, and he said, okay, we can do that. 
Well, day three, they sold out a beer. <laughs> I remember that. They didn't have enough. No, beers. I remember that. I remember that. They I was like, are you beer. kidding me? I went to the bar to get a beer, and they were like, we don't have it. And I said, what do you mean you don't have it? It's the presenting beer. <laughs> and they, but it was that big. Well, that's they, what What they said is it. they didn't think Cowboys would drink that much beer. And I said, you don't know Cowboys. <laughs> I was going to say, come on, guys. What, what are we doing here? This, this is NFR. In there this, 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 this is NFR. Run all day, you know? So <laughs> the, the magnitude of that event over 10 days, we started – we walked out on stage the first night. There was 25 people in the audience. By the time that performance was over, there was over 400 people in that room. Right. Well, that room was only fit for 250. <laughs> yep. It was so cool. Man, the I'm telling you, night, you guys did a great job. The, ne the next night, we doubled that. Right. And we continued to grow in numbers over the next 10 days. And it ended up being the most talked about, the most wanted party in Las Vegas. Now. Fast forward 2023. A <laughs> little bit further down the line, um, I had always been a Wrangler Cowboy. I've always worn Wrangler. Small stint in high school because Cinch was a sponsor there. Right. So while I was president, I wore, I wore Cinch. But I I meet David Sharp. David Sharp is, is another guy, man, that just – he wants for you more than anything. Else. And so – I send an email to him, and I say, how can I be on Team Wrangler? How, how do I get to that level? And what I expected him to say was, you're not there yet. You know, we appreciate you reaching out. Right. But it's not going to be something we look at right now. He sends me an email, and he says, I want you to tell me why you should be on Team Wrangler. I like that. And I said, okay. <laughs> so we're driving, we're driving back from the NFR. And uh, we went to the Wrangler party that that year, uh, last year. And I just told him, I said, look, I have not worn anything other than Wrangler my whole life. All my heroes wore Wrangler. Um, it's, a, it's a brand that I, I connect with. I think there's no better cowboy clothing in the world. And this is something that, I, you know, I've been, I've been wanting for a long time. Right. And he said, uh, and I put in an email, I said, look, I fully expect you to say no. But just understand that I'm not going to quit. <laughs> and so I sent the email, and he replies back, and he says, I would love to have you on Team Ring. I think That's I think huge. I love what you do. I, I, I love that, that um, you reached out to me and that you had the confidence to, to get turned down, and, and you didn't, um, and you, you were tenacious about it. And uh, he said, look, and it, this, this sticks with me. I, I think about this every day. Um, David Sharp is basically Bob Tallman's right-hand man. Yeah. Right Bob Tallman needs something, David Sharp gets it, right? Yep. So he says to me in a text message, he said, I want you to believe in you the way I believe in you. David's never heard me announce ever. He's never been to an event that I've been on a microphone. And it gave me chills. It, it, it for some reason solidified to me that I was in the right place. For what that you're doing, right. And uh, so I've been thankful enough, you know, to be on Team Wrangler. I've been thankful enough to be on – I've been thankful enough to be on Team Wrangler, you know, this year. And, man, I tell you what, they take care of you. Um, Great. They, out, they outfitted my wife. <laughs> they outfitted me. It's, um, it's – it's, we talked about it before. It's probably the most traditional brand 
in all of our Western culture. I mean, and it's, you it's, can go anywhere in the country, somebody's wearing Wrangler jeans. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's, and, and, and I've heard that consistently that, and they should take, I mean, the guys out there, the Cowboys that are riding for the brand, the people that are wearing that brand every day, I don't care if it's in, if you're showing cattle, if you're riding horses, if you're, if you're out, you know, if you're out working in the, in the oil field. Yeah. That, that brand is synonymous for the Western industry. Amen. So, you know, and so, <clears throat> Being on Team Wranglers, a huge thing for me, not not so much in the way that, like, when you put a Wrangler shirt on and, and, you know, it says Wrangler down both sleeves and on the collar and on the on the wrist cuffs, and you're looked at differently. Oh, yeah. Um, you're looked at in a different light. you got to carry yourself in a way that's extremely professional. But I was already doing that before I had Wrangler on my, on my body. So to me, it just made sense, um, you know, and, and I want to be a, a torchbearer for Wrangler and, 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 a, and a, a brand ambassador more than anything else and, and let people know, like, if you're good people, that's it. you will get good that's things. That's it. And Absolutely. That's what we stand for. I mean, that's what we talk about all the time. Look, I, look, <clears throat> this, is, this is the blessings that I've been given. I don't pay for boots. I don't pay for cowboy hats. I don't pay for sunglasses. I don't pay for clothing. In an economy where people are, are spending close to $9,000 more a year to live and eat, I consider myself blessed and highly favored to be able to represent the companies that I do, quality companies that I, I personally believe in. They believe in me. They give me the confidence to go out and do my job, to look good doing my job, and to also represent the industry that... I have not known anything other than right. rodeo. Um, and so if you're listening and you're wanting patches on your shirt, I'm going to tell you just like this. <laughs> it doesn't happen falling off. It doesn't happen missing calves. It doesn't happen when you jump off your horse and miss a steer. It doesn't happen when you ride by one. It doesn't happen by knocking barrels down. All of those things will happen to you. All of those things are inevitable. The one thing about rodeo that's different than any other sport is that it's individual outside of team roping. And even in the team roping, you have an individual job. That's it. And everybody's got a job. You know what I mean? And so if you're if you're a cowboy, then go out and get it. Don't stop getting it. Don't stop ever pursuing what is what has been placed in your heart and your passion. If you do that, nine times out of ten, man, you're gonna be successful. Right. If you just show up, you know, I, I just you're not ever going to get me out of it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep showing up. And I'll tell you right now, yesterday we had a rodeo performance, and I was horseback. And being horseback and announcing adds an entirely different element of chaotic. <laughs> or, 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 little, or, little different than being on the ground. Or, the straight, <laughs> or, right? you, or sitting in a state. Right. You know, you, you got to really <laughs> – you got to pay attention Whole to your different horse. element. You got to pay attention to the crowd, and you still have to do your job. Right. And so, grand entry time comes. It's five after seven. We're already late. I do the grand entry deal. My flag girls aren't ready. So, I got four thousand people sitting there. <laughs> We've already lit bombs off. Yes, sir. We've already done the deal, <laughs> and now we got a break 
in in the in the bring up, right? And you're horseback. And I'm horseback. <laughs> and you're horseback. So being horseback as an announcer is a lot like being a quarterback in the NFL. They don't pay attention to anything else except for the guy riding the horse and yeah. the shafts, right? So <laughs> I'm like, I say, you know, hey, we're going to bring in the flag girls now. They're going to bring in the sponsors. Nobody comes in the ring. So I got to figure out what to do with this time, right? So I start telling story about the rodeo and how it started and how long we've been doing it and yep. how cowboys start getting their deal, right? Well, about that time, <laughs> the pickup men come hauling in there with their flags because they recognized as well, like, oh, Skip's in a bind. We got to do something. So they Bail come, him out. Yeah, they come running in there. Well, the queen carrying the American flag was not supposed to come in that arena until I brought her in there. There's Oops. a whole lead up. Right? Oops. <laughs> a whole lead up. And she's on a horse that's high headed and running off and she comes running through that arena with the American flag. She cuts off my pickup man. My pickup man holds his horse up. Could have caused a wreck. So the first ten minutes of that rodeo <laughs> were nothing uh, but chaos. Chaotic. Right? Chaotic. And so we get that done. We do the prayer. We do the national anthem. The bucking horses leave the arena. I forgot to tell you, there was bucking horses in the arena. Oh my gosh! At the time, yeah, that was ultimate chaos. It was a mess. <laughs> and so, um, and I worked for a great producer. He's great. But so that first ten minutes was rough, right? And I had a decision at that time to make between: do I let it frustrate me to the point where I can't do my job, or do I rise above and do I? finish my job the way that I should finish the job. So we get through that performance, very little hiccups the rest of the way. We get done with that performance and I sat down by myself. I needed a minute. I told my wife, I said, look, I'll be, I'll be to the camper in a minute. I just, I got to, <laughs> and, and she says, Hey, don't be hard on yourself. You know, like you did as good a job as you could have done. Well, that might've been true. But as I said previously, I believe I'm one of the best in the world. And when things don't go right and you are responsible for making things straighten out, it's yep. a very, you got to be hard on yourself, right? right? Like Mike Tyson always said, I don't care who you are. If you don't have tenacity, if you don't have character, you're nobody. Right. And so I took it hard. I, I really like, I was really frustrated. In a lot of those situations, you can blame everybody else for being late or not being ready or whatever. Um, but I took that opportunity instead to say, hey, next time this happens. What can I do? What am I going to do to be more prepared? Right. That's right. So <laughs> one thirty in the morning last night, I wrote a 10-minute script called The Fail Safe. So if anything happens at the beginning of that rodeo that ever screws us up, I can read that script and feel time. It's good fallback. Guy. And right. feel time. Right. And then if I don't get to that script because everything went right, I can get to that script later if something else goes wrong. Bulldog or horse won't stay right. in the box or whatever, right? And so that moment taught me something. And if you can be teachable and coachable – and accountable to yourself, I think that you know you can you can do whatever you want. You know it. That's right. The 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 very best in the world <clears throat> don't rely 
on, well, I know how to do it, so I'm, I'm good enough. Practice, right? practice, practice. You should always be <laughs> looking for that next thing that you can be better at, looking at that, you know, all that stuff that you, you know, you can't just show up on Sunday, read the day sheet, and then do the rodeo. When the day sheet comes out on Tuesday, I get that day sheet, I go through the standings, I go through the draw, I go look at these cowboys and cowgirls, I figure out where they've won money, where they haven't won money, if they've had a bobble, an injury, whatever it might be. I write that down on my day sheet, and I keep notes on them all. And so I can tell a story to that crowd that may not understand what's happening right now in the arena. And I learned that from Scott Grover. Scott Grover knows more about rodeo history, I think, than, than most people know about their, their kids. I mean, he is, the guy knows everything. And I didn't ask him a question, right? I just watched him do his job, and I was like, okay, that guy does not ever You were stop. brought up by some good ones. You had some, you had, you had some guys that really took you under their wing, yeah. and and brought you up the ranks, and it and it shows. I told, I told him last year as 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 we we're as we were kind of talking through the ten days or two weeks in at NFR. I said, I'm telling you right now. I said, you impressed me so much. I'm going to tell you this. You're going to be the next Bob Tallman, and Bob Tallman's a good friend of mine. Bob Tallman to me. Is the pinnacle he's of the announcers. He's I mean, and, and and I know everybody's got their opinions on, on you know, on their favorite announcer or who yeah. they like. But I'm telling you right now, I've I watched Bob my whole life and became friends with him, and he's an amazing man. But I'm telling you right now, this guy right here is going to be as good. Well, speaking of Vegas, I'll tell you how that came about. So. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. We, uh, uh. Shelby, and I, Shelby and I went to Vegas the year before, and we went to a watch party. And I got, I, we left that watch party, and I was mad as a wet ham. And Shelby, we're walking down the street in Las Vegas, and she's like, you know, she's probably three drinks in. She's having a great time. <laughs> and she goes, Far, of course. she goes, what's wrong with you? And I said, I want my own show in Vegas. <laughs> and she's like, that's what you're mad about? <laughs> and I said, no, no, no. no. Okay, Skip. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't mad that I didn't have a show in Vegas. I was mad that I felt like I was good enough to be there, and I didn't find an opportunity to be there. So I'll tell her that in December of 2022, 21. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was. I don't know what I was doing. Cody Oden calls me, and he says, hey, I would like you to host my show in Las Vegas. I spray the designs. And I said, what? He said, I want you to announce and MC my event in Las well. Vegas. And I said, well, what is it? And he said, it's a watch party at the Westgate. And I said, you want me to host a watch party in Las Vegas? <laughs> and he said, yes. Do you want to do it or not? Crazy concept. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. He said, you don't even know what it takes. I said, I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> you can pay me a nickel. I don't give a dang. I'll Put my name it. in the hat. Right. So Put my name in the hat. Calls me. Tells me that. We get the contract signed. We go to Las Vegas. And I walked out on that stage. And I just. Las Vegas during the NFR is. It's where everybody that rodeos or wants to rodeo. Or likes rodeo is at. That's it. Right. And you strive to end up there. You're rubbing elbows with world champions, with guys that are in the Hall of Fame, with, with guys that are just 
the the top of the line rodeo contract person on everybody else. Yep. So we're in there, you know, and we're doing that show. And I meet you there, and uh, and we hit it off, and, we're, and you know, we had a good time. And you came all ten days, and a lot of people came all ten days. <laughs> yeah. And after round seven, the Caldwell Night Rodeo. I think it's his son. One of the kids of the board members there at the Caldwell Night Rodeo comes up to me and he was like, dude, do you announce the Caldwell Night Rodeo? And I said, nope, but I want to. <laughs> and he goes, I, do you have a card? I'll give it to my dad. He's the president. Like, you do now. Figure it out. <laughs> you do now. And so yeah. I gave him my information. Uh, and that happened to me pretty much every night for about five nights in a row some, some right. rodeo you got somebody coming up to you i came up I don't and, doubt it. and said hey you got don't a great voice it. like you know killed it can we can we get your info and i said yeah i said here's the deal though i said i don't have my pro card and they said what why and i said well gotta call prc and that's in <laughs> so i put in for my evaluation in 2022 and i think it was like march somewhere around there and I get a phone call from the University of Wyoming. And they said, hey, can you do our regional finals? I said, yeah, I can do it. He said, okay, cool. Well, Tyler Biles, who I've never met in person, he's a PBR announcer, mm-hmm. gave them my number. He's never heard me announce before. Gave them my number. He said, this is the guy. They <laughs> called me. Now, it's live on the Cowboy Channel. It's Summit Pro Rodeo. It's TV. It's big audience. It's bro. big, right? Big audience, bro. Well, unbeknownst to me, short round Sunday at 11 o'clock, PRC evaluators there to listen to me announce. So he hears me. About three days later, I get an email that says, you've been denied for your card. And I said, oh, you just messed up. Because now I'm mad. And not mad in like, I want to punch a hole in the drywall. I'm mad now that, all right. I'm going to make a point. You can't tell yeah, me no more yeah, than twice. Right you know? so, yeah. so now you're getting after So it. I read the letter. I read the letter. And the letter says, great voice, engaging, doesn't talk enough. <laughs> now, if you ask my wife that question, she'd tell you, I talk ears off a rock. <laughs> so she reads the letter, and she's stunned. She's like, there's no way. I said, that's what the PRC said. That's what they said. That's what they're going to do. That's the end of it. And she's like, well, you got to reapply. And I said, okay, I'll reapply. So 2023 comes around. Did you get it? No. Still haven't got Still it. Still haven't got it. But, but you're going to get I'm it. I'm going to get to that you're, in a second. You're going to get it. So I throw my sucker in the dirt. I'm like, I, you know, I'm not good enough, whatever, right? So two weeks ago, we're in Eric, Oklahoma at an ABBI event. Last year, Cord McCoy tells Chad Drury, that dude made a bull riding in a barn sound like a pbr he he is the real deal and i want him chad said you can't have him he's mine so and cord never told me this i heard this from chad and so two weeks ago we're in oklahoma and i'm announcing and i mean andrew alvidrez is there Uh, there's another fellow there that's really handy he's a brazilian guy uh those boys can hook, by the way. Alex, <laughs> Alex, Alex, Alex Cardoza's there, right? Been to the PBR World Finals. Mm-hmm. Cord's there. 
Ford walks up to me and he says, hey, what are you charged to do a PRCA event? And I said, I don't have any idea. I don't have my pro card. And he goes, well, if you're not busy on September 30th, I'd like you to announce my PRCA rodeo in Bowie, Texas. Oh. And I said, I'll be there. So I get home and I send him a message on Instagram. And I told him, I said, look, I'll do your event. This is what I'll charge you. I'll bring sound. I'll bring music. I said, but I don't have my card. I'm working on getting it. Yeah. And he goes, all right. But don't worry about it. We'll talk. And I said, I don't know how it works. If a producer calls him and says, hey, this is the guy I want. I don't know how that works out. So there again, a guy that I had watched my whole life right growing yeah, up absolutely. comes up to me and says, I want you to, out of all the guys he could have asked, he asked the guy that doesn't have his card. Purely off of hearing me announce at a bull riding event, right. right? So <laughs> that event in Bowie, Texas, my wife and I went to that event last year. One of my good friends uh, from back east, she now lives in Oklahoma. She carries flags for court at his pro rodeo. And before all this happened, I had texted her and I said, whatever I got to do to announce for court, I'll do it. I don't care what it is. And she right. goes, well, I'll put a bug in his ear. I don't know if she did or not. I don't have any idea. Bree, if you're listening and you did, thank you. <laughs> um, but when a guy who has been in the PBR World Finals many times and has, the guy's been in the NFR, he owns a two-time World Champ Buck in the of the year, sees something in you from that perspective. Right. Man, I'll tell you. Like, That's, there, you did it, dude. There is zero. You cannot block a blessing. Right, God will not allow anything to get in your own way. When He has made a way for you, that's it. Like whether you like it or not, <laughs> you better buckle your stuff you're up there because you're going. You're right on. And so, um, I anticipate that 2024 is going to be um, a busy year, a blessed year. I believe I'll probably be on the microphone more than that I ever had in my life. Um, we'll be in Las Vegas in December. We host a 10-day show out there at the Westgate. Come see us. You know it. Come see us, guys. It's the best. If you want to it's have, a, it's the absolute best watch party in a, at, in Vegas in at the NFR. It's right next it's to the convention. Like freaking you, you can leave the convention, yeah, and walk to Westgate and walk to the yeah. hotel, or you can get on the tram and ride it. It's over gonna be there. It's gonna be, um, gonna be better than last year. Oh, it's gonna be way better. Than last year. But we we have fun. We have a good time. Absolutely. We uh, we let our hair down, you know, and, and uh, we do our best to make it feel as if you're sitting in a gold buckle seat. Sitting right there. At the NFL. And he does. He does an amazing, amazing job. So. I appreciate you saying that, man. I, I really do. I, I've been blessed to do it. I, I've, you know, getting to be on here and tell my story. And uh, I appreciate you. You know, being able to. to uh, appreciate you being here, man. Thank, thank you. you. You know, being, you. being able to just get, get a chance. Out. Get a chance, guys. If you had any, any, get, a, get, a, get on and, and check him out. Because I'm telling you, I can sit here and. I can sit here. We can talk for hours and oh, days. We could be on here. For, <laughs> we could be on here for three and a half hours. We'd have to have many bring some pedal tools. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate you. Yeah. I'm gonna reach out to. Uh, I'm gonna reach out to our title sponsor, Ranch Texas, with Ranch Colorado soon behind. That's <laughs> gonna be awesome. That's gonna be great. RanchTexas.com. Check out. Go check out all our cool ranches, and and all of our, our properties for sale, guys. We've got. It's once again. It's it's been a great year, and it's time to buy dirt. So, RanchTexas.com. Also, Rodeo Rigs out of Montana. Uh, the Beaver Box, everybody's favorite hat box in Oklahoma. 
Laredo Conversions out of Weatherford, Texas. And I'm going to preface once again, the Cowboy Roundup out of Wyoming. Get on there. Check it out. Please, please, please get serious about, about youth rodeo because that's – that's where that's where it's at. It's 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 bringing these youth up, and that that Cowboy Roundup is a nonprofit rodeo clinic scholarship fund. So it's it's going for a great cause. So if uh, if you know of anybody wants to get involved, let them know. Let us know. Okay. So appreciate you all once again. This has been amazing. Want to thank the uh, the Cheyenne Frontier Days Old West Museum for just opening up their arms once again. Once again, if, if you haven't been, you need to go. It's just, it's it's heritage, it's Western, it's cowboy at its best. And cowgirls, sorry, ladies. <laughs> so, another lady I want to give a ton of love because she gives us a ton of love, Pendleton Mindy, Pendleton Whiskey. Reach out to at Pendleton Mindy on Instagram. Tell her Cowboys, Trailers, and Ranches, and Jimbo sent you, and she is going to send you a ton of love in the way of Pendleton swag so can't can't tell her uh can't give her enough love and i appreciate her so buddy yeah i think it's time to call it a day we might we might go get a little dinner yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) anyway this is how we sign off one two three letter buck and keep it western we'll see y'all next week